0: Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the 27th week of Ordinary Time, Monday. A reading from the book of the prophet Jonah. This is the word of the Lord that came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Set out for the great city of Nineveh and preach against it. Their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah made ready to flee to Tarshish, away from the Lord. He went down to Joppa, found a ship going to Tarshish, paid the fare, and went aboard to journey with them to Tarshish, away from the Lord. The Lord, however, hurled a violent wind upon the sea, and in the furious tempest that arose, the ship was on the point of breaking up. Then the mariners became frightened, and each one cried to his God. To lighten the ship for themselves, they threw its cargo into the sea, Meanwhile, Jonah had gone down into the hold of the ship and lay there fast asleep. The captain came to him and said, What are you doing asleep? Rise up, call upon your God. Perhaps God will be mindful of us, so that we may not perish. Then they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots to find out on whose account we have met with this misfortune. So they cast lots and thus singled out Jonah. Tell us, they said, what is your business? Where do you come from? What is your country, and to what people do you belong? Jonah answered them, I am a Hebrew. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Now the men were seized with great fear and said to him, How could you do such a thing? They knew that he was fleeing from the Lord because he had told them. They asked, What shall we do with you that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea was growing more and more turbulent. "'Jonah said to them, "'Pick me up and throw me into the sea, "'that it may quiet down for you, "'since I know it is because of me "'that this violent storm has come upon you.' "'Still the men rowed hard to regain the land, "'but they could not, "'for the sea grew ever more turbulent. "'Then they cried to the Lord, "'We beseech you, O Lord, "'let us not perish for taking this man's life. "'Do not charge us with shedding innocent blood, "'for you, Lord, have done as you saw fit.' "'Then they took Jonah and threw him into the sea.' and the seas raging, abated. Struck with great fear of the Lord, the men offered sacrifice and made vows to him. But the Lord sent a large fish that swallowed Jonah, and Jonah remained in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. From the belly of the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God. Then the Lord commanded the fish to spew Jonah upon the shore. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, you will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. You will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. Out of my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. From the midst of the netherworld, I cried for help and you heard my voice. You will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the sea and the flood enveloped me. All your breakers and your billows passed over me. You will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. Then I said, I am banished from your sight, yet I would look again upon your holy temple. You will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. My prayer reached you in your holy temple. You will rescue my life from the pit, O Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Religious people don't always have the purest motivations. Shocking, I know. And yes, I intend my sarcasm. Think about all the people who converted to Christianity after it was permitted in the Roman Empire and eventually became the empire's official religion. Even the barbarian invaders embraced Catholicity as they wanted to be more Roman. So it was hardly a you know, religious, spiritual conversion in many cases. Oh, and what about the Borgias? Have you ever heard about them? If you want to see the church at its worst, study a little about the Middle Ages and the influence the prominent Borgia family had on the papacy and the politics of the church. Those guys knew more than just their prayers, let me tell you. How about Rose Kennedy? Rose Kennedy, matriarch of the famous Irish Catholic dynasty. She went to Mass every day, and that's a good thing. Somebody had to be praying for her husband, Joe, and her sons who, while they proudly proclaimed their Catholic faith, didn't always, uh, you know, uphold the highest ideals in their personal and political dealings. Of course, you know I'm being kind here and respectful of the dead. Remember Jim and uh, Jim and Tammy Baker, pretty famous around uh, the Carolinas? I mean, to be fair, uh, those millions of dollars in contributions from unsuspecting old folks were justified, weren't they? I mean, someone had to pay for all of Tammy Faye's makeup, right? Then there's um, Generalissimo Francisco Franco, Spanish dictator for more than 35 years. He was a faithful Catholic, though. Faithful Catholic whose policies greatly enhanced the power of the church in Spain during his rule, and the church benefited from that. All this as he, without regret, assassinated his political enemies and suppressed any opposing viewpoint. The church in Spain has still not recovered from its unholy association with Franco. And of course, there are the priest and the Levite in today's gospel parable. Imagine, let's let's bring that into the present day. Imagine being left for dead on the shoulder of the interstate. Catholic priest drives by in a hurry. He's late for dinner at the local country club where he's been asked to offer the opening prayer and he, he just can't stop. A rabbi also drives by. You know, it's past sundown on Friday. He's an Orthodox Jew. He can't do anything even approaching work on the Sabbath. So, you know, he just can't he can't stop. Oh, and here and here's a bus filled with congregates from a big Baptist church. They're off to a retreat in the mountains, and they don't even notice the body by the side of the road as they're joyfully uh, in the middle of singing a praise and worship song on the bus. It's the homeless guy, the homeless guy who stops. He gets the injured man and drags him under the bridge where he and his friends hang out and really where they live from day to day and night to night. And he knows the emergency room isn't far from there. He He can walk over there and maybe get help somehow. Sadly, while my story is fictional. My parable is fictional, as was the story that Jesus told. Neither Jesus nor I is exaggerating. Francis of Assisi, Saint Francis of Assisi, who we uh, celebrate today, he knew that. If you haven't read about him, you should. He was a spoiled rich kid in every sense of the word, but his encounter with a beggar, along with a bunch of other experiences uh, in his young life, led him to understand the emptiness of the wealth and power that was so much a part of of his existence. And in a dramatic renunciation of everything his, you know, quote-unquote holy family embraced, he stripped down naked in a public square in the presence of his raging, angry father and became a beggar, became a beggar himself, starting what became the first of what are called the mendicant orders. Priests, brothers, and sisters who embraced poverty rather than the life of privilege that priests and religious were expected to enjoy. To become a priest, a monk, or a nun prior to that, I mean, we're talking uh, 13th century, right? That was really a a very comfortable life, a life of prestige and and power and privilege, all in the name of God. There, There wasn't a lot of poverty involved in in the religious life at that time. Francis rejected all that and he challenged any preconception of what it means to be holy, what it means to be religious, what it means to be a disciple of Christ. A radical embrace of 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 the life that that Jesus demanded and and challenged his disciples to live. St Francis was a whole lot more than than the the uh sanitized figure that that we that we uh make him out to be today. He was, you know, an animal lover and, you know, uh, an early climate change activist, you know, who loved nature. Way more than that. Francis of Assisi was was a revolutionary of the best kind in his day. Maybe the church, meaning the body of Christ from head to toe, needs a revolution today. We are much more, sadly, we're much more the priest and the Levite than we are the Samaritan who stops by and helps the man on the side of the road. We need to heed the voice that Francis himself followed when he heard the voice speaking to him, Francis, Francis, go and repair my house, which, as you can see, is falling into ruins. Who will be the Francis of our day? Maybe, somehow, it will be you. Have a great day.